Welcome to We Don't Cook on Fridays. We're not cooking today and neither should you. Welcome back has a whole new meaning today. (laughs) Welcome back really does. This has never happened in the history of We Don't Cook on Fridays. It has not. We have had to re-record because we realized that I sounded like I was fully horizontal, (laughs) but we've never had to re-record because the audio engineer... I have to tell you something. I think my mic was off. So we both were we both were um, a little bit in trouble in that one because I didn't confirm before we started recording. I just started talking. I mean, I'm the social media engineer and Lauren is the, the audio engineer. So TBH, now we're, we have a direct visual of our... We are, we are confirming throughout the episode that the audio waves are bouncing. Uh, but we can only hope that this episode is better. <laughs> and if not, it'll be a solo episode of Lauren sounding... If not, we'll roll... <laughs> We'll release the audio of it's me sounding like I'm talking by myself. Just long pauses of where I would be saying something not <laughs> relevant. That is great. Well, welcome back to We Don't Cook on Fridays. Welcome back. Times two. Yeah. And honestly, the thing the thing is, is <laughs> the we would have just re-recorded. We would have been like, okay, it's fine. We'll just re-record on Zoom. But the whole episode is that it's our last episode in the coffin. So yeah, it would be really weird to record on Zoom. And also... <laughs> record we on were, zoom from our separate homes that are not the coffin yeah we were kind of thinking like how do we celebrate our last day in the coffin yeah. and we were thinking about doing like a full-blown funeral for it which is super sad and super dark but um that's it's basically what we're voice. doing we yeah. are talking about my last day in the coffin it is the last day and if you are not an og maybe you just stumbled upon us that's great welcome um but we call it the coffin because of an office reference mm-hmm. when michael scott is purchasing his town home which is a beautiful townhome in suburbia. <laughs> Dwight is talking about um, how Michael will be paying this cough or this uh, townhome townhome off until he's like seventy five wow, or eighty. You'll be in your mid seventies when you when you pay this off. <laughs> like you you don't buy, you didn't buy a home. You bought a coffin. He basically bought a coffin, and I have been thinking the same about yes. my coffin. Yeah, my condo. I mean, the condo. It's weird the to condo, even say that coffin. No, this is the coffin. Like that's just it's 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 the identity. It is the identity of this house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am moving out of my my condo. I bought a house a few months ago, and it closes just at the end of December. So I'm I'm really stoked about it. And Laura, you have some some changes yes. too. I'm also moving into not a coffin, not a condo, but a commune <laughs> with um with one of my best friends in the entire world and her husband and her baby. So that like that kind of came about because i knew that i kind of wanted to make a move back sarnia direction um especially because i would love at one point to be able to buy my own home yeah Um, but as we'll get into later in the episode living alone is is a bit expensive and it's tough to save some money uh especially in this current market andy (laughs) you can speak to that but um (laughs) that home buyer's market she invests in stocks But yes, I'm going to go and live in an apartment in their house. And I'm very excited about it because we have been talking about like wanting to live Grace and Frankie and just like best friends, like living in a living in a beach house and hanging out. And then we realized like, oh, okay, it's happening. (laughs) So that is what's happening. That is exactly what we're doing. So I'm very excited about that. But it's also so bittersweet to be moving out of the KW area because it was such a such a great time in our lives, even though it was like pretty much mostly pandemic for both of us. Um but it was really formative, I think. And I think that it, it needs to go out in style. Yeah, for sure. Moving into the, the like moving back from Toronto to Kitchener has been such a big, big thing for me. I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I've really grown a lot in the last year and a half since I bought my condo. 
But back to the commune. Um, I don't know. Did you say it was a lakefront house? It's a lakefront house. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's a pretty big plus. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> there's a door in my bathroom that leads, like, out into, like, into the backyard. And I'm like, wow, my morning peas are going to be have such a great view. I love that you said peas. Um, <laughs> well, post Nespresso. have got some tummy issues. <laughs> Nespresso's. Um, but, yeah, my time in Kitchener has been amazing. It has been exactly what i needed i needed a slower pace from toronto but not necessarily back home yet yeah um and i have a lot of fond memories about being here but i'm also really excited to be closer to my family and spend more time with my nephews and get a backyard for sunny the backyard for sunny also being closer to your partner i think is also a big <laughs> it's nice of you to call out yes it yes. is it is yes. <laughs> i'm really excited about it it's not the only reason i'm moving but i, I know it's not the only reason but it's also very nice a nice thing for you very excited and also it's closer to sarnia so i'm also excited about that yeah <laughs> i was yeah. like okay well i'll make i'll make the commute this is a long distance relationship now but i know we can meet halfway yeah well, i don't know no. like wyoming no well i'll just we'll come to i'll come to london in the winter and you can come to sarnia i'll in the take summer. it to cowboys I'm, just, I'm totally kidding that's really not my brand anymore no don't know if it ever was it was for sure um we all had our phases we all had our phases yeah but i think this episode to commemorate yeah our time in kitchener we were going to talk about living alone and what living alone has done for us some of the challenges some of the benefits of living alone but that's kind of where we're at today yeah so should we start with the benefits we'll start off strong i think when we first recorded this we started off dark and i was like i mostly love living alone so i want to talk about that i love it yeah (laughs) i thrive with it i absolutely love it um when was the first time you lived alone though my apartment in Cambridge was my very first time living alone and I loved it. My little apartment. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it was small. The kitchen was tiny, but it wasn't like that small. For it was a, maybe like, more the layout. Yeah. The layout was odd, but it was, it was in like an old Victorian home and it was great. And I, I loved it. It was very cozy. And if you know me, it's my favorite feeling. It had a fireplace. It enough did. plants to last you a lifetime. <laughs> all the plants have made them move. My grandpa has been kind enough to home my plants while I've, <laughs> yeah. And they're all like out on this table. And he's like, yeah, the one was talking to me the one day and he was like, help me. I need more sun. And so I put it up on this butter container. I hope that's okay. And what I was a like, butter container. <laughs> I'm picturing like the big ones. You know when people. No, the big ones are at my parents' house. Those ones I was like, <laughs> grandpa, I won't put those ones on you. Because he oh, also. Oh, no, I meant like the big butter container. Oh, no, it is. Like the OG ones. Yeah. I feel like my grandparents yes. always had like one that was literally massive. And yes. then they would use the butter containers as their Tupperware. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what the situation is. Um, but yeah, so he's been homing all of my plants. And That's I can't sweet. wait for them to make the move back to back to my possession. But he was like, Lauren, you got to come and water them yourself. I was like, Grandpa, I know. I'm going to come and visit you also. <laughs> but I'm, I'm here to water my plants. I'm also. primarily here to water my plants. But it's also nice to see you, man. It's nice to see you. Yeah. Thanks for homing them. They Thanks have they them. have really been thriving there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that was that was really my first experience living alone. I really loved being able to make my space exactly what I wanted it to be. And like I think you said it a couple times. You were like, this is literally an extension of who you are, like it in is. person. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was super awesome for me to be able to like really kind of like form my space the way that I really wanted it to be. Yeah. The first time that I lived alone, I think if you've listened to any other episodes, I do talk about my roommates when I lived in <laughs> Toronto and I lived with roommates for like three and a half years and mm-hmm. all throughout university. So I have a bit of a fair bit of experience with roommates. Mm-hmm. But my first time that I lived alone, I m- was when I bought my condo in Kitchener and I bought it like a year and a half ago. So I've been living alone for about a year and a half. And 
I remember when I first like was touring places, I was like, oh, my Lanta. I no longer just have a shelf in the fridge. I have an entire shelf or entire fridge to myself. The whole thing. The whole. Th- what am I going to do with all this freezer space? <laughs> you know, fill it with cyclones is what you're going to do. Yeah. And like more than one shelf for your your goods, your yeah. canned goods <laughs> in the yes. pantry. It was uh, no one's using your favorite mug in the morning. Only you. Only me. And, you know, it's all up to me. No one's touching my stuff unless I, I offer it to them, <laughs> which is great. And. Yeah, I think I went from like basically living into a bedroom. Like yeah. everything was, I would have my desk in my bedroom. I had my like TV in my bedroom. Everything was, I was doing everything in that bedroom. Mm-hmm. No wonder I was depressed, but um, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> now I'm thinking about that. I'm like, well, that was obvious. Those were obvious signs. Um, might have to call your therapist out on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me, why are you not pointing this out to me? These, these were obvious red flags <laughs> we could have discussed. Um, but I remember touring places and being like, this is so much space. Mm-hmm. Like I'm almost overwhelmed with the thought of decorating this entire space because I'm so used to just having a bed. Yes. And like a desk and that left I pulled it behind. Off. Yeah. A desk that I, no, I brought my bed. I, I brought my bed in a, in a vacuum, but that was you the only thing that I had. You brought your bed not out of your first one though, did you? Your no, first apartment in Toronto, you left it. it. Yeah. Just tossed it. It's like, I can't fit this in my Honda Civic. It's, it's no for me. me. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of space because I was just so used to living in tiny quarters. Yes. And like having to confine yourself to a bedroom. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I learned in therapy, like probably honestly, maybe like my third session. So guys, you can get things out of therapy relatively quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just have to keep keep going with it. But she was like... I need to do one second on that. My very first, <laughs> my very first therapy session with my current therapist. Yeah. So this was like four years ago. She was kind of like, okay, now that we've gotten through the whole like upfront spiel that she has to do, she's like, what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, I'm ready to dump. Like I'm ready to just like bleh and like word vomit and we can like kind of sift through it afterwards. Like I just need to get it all out on the table and then and then we'll work through it. And it actually I think I like was in and out in four sessions in that first time that I saw her. Cuz you're just like this is too much for me to hold by myself. I need someone else to I hold need it someone else to carry it for a second because I feel my things. I'm feeling them big and I need it out of me. So so where do you want to start? So where would, <laughs> where pick one and we'll work through pick it. One, anyone. They all need to be worked on. <laughs> Ah, oh, so true. Four so years true. later. I don't really feel like my first therapy session was like that. It was kind of like, so why are you here? And I was like, well, I think I might be having a mental breakdown, but I'm not 100% sure. And I'm just basically here for you to validate that that's happening. Um, yeah. We'll I talk- also feel like both of those just seem appropriate for both of us. 100% on brand. If anyone ever, like, let us know if you want to talk about our first therapy sessions. Like, But we're not doing that right now. No. Okay. We're talking about that right now. Um, But... But to be honest, my third session, she was like, do you feel comfortable when you come home? Or do you feel like you can breathe? And I was like, no. Is it supposed to feel that way? <laughs> are you supposed to feel comfortable in your home? But you are. You and are, you can. it turns out. And you can feel good in your own home. So I think that's what I started feeling is that like your space can make you feel really safe and happy and it can be what you want it to be. Yes. Yeah. Big time pr- benefit of living yeah, alone. For sure. Yeah. Living alone is the best thing that ever happened to me. I will be honest. Loved living with you at First Street. Loved my family. You were the best roommate. Was I? We lived very well together. How would you rate me as a roommate? I feel like you and I lived great together. Cleanliness. Kindness. Are we talking tidy or cleanly? Tidiness (laughs) and cleanliness will be on a separate (laughs) spectrum. Like you were clean. It was never like gross. But we're hiders. I feel like you just kind of like shove it in a closet and close the door. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not also not what we're talking about. Because <laughs> I don't want you to judge me. I don't want to <laughs> hear my rating. I don't want to know my rating. <laughs> but I also know, like, living alone is the greatest thing in the entire world. But I, we are both obviously, like, super, like, aware of the fact that it's a huge privilege also. Yes. Um, like, we both know that not everyone has the opportunity to. Um, and it, obviously, we'll get into this a little bit later. But it is very expensive to live by yourself because kind of everything falls on you. But holy heck, a mob is it ever? It is. But. I think one of the best things about it is you have to just like be there for yourself. No one else is coming home at the end of the day. You know, those TikToks that are like, you need to start living for yourself. Yeah. No one is coming to save you. Yeah. It's true. Like living alone is very much like that. It's either sink or swim. You got to, you got to <laughs> swim. You got to learn to tread water at least. Yeah. Like, even if you're not making progress, start treading. Start treading. You don't need to be front crawling or the no. butterfly stroke. No, sometimes a nice, a nice gentle <laughs> breaststroke. You can or get a, a floaty. A, a floaty can... is a dream. That's what you're looking for. You the can... one, and especially the one that like, it has the neck, so you can kind of just like float there, and like your neck is supported, like a good like unicorn <laughs> or like a flamingo floaty. I did not know if you were going to understand that analogy, but you went for it. I I definitely understood. You it. you will feel like you're treading. But eventually yeah. you'll feel like somebody's going to throw you a pool noodle, but it's, you're going to be throwing yourself a pool noodle. You're throwing it to yourself because you're going to be your, your, your own best friend. You're going to realize you should just buy yourself a pool noodle. Buy the damn pool noodle. <laughs> makes literally no <laughs> sense. I th- it makes perfect sense to me. Okay, well, um, let us know. <laughs> and you know why? You know why it makes perfect sense to me, Andy? Because living alone helped me get to know myself on a deeper level and check out that transition. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think living alone, when you have to be alone with your thoughts all day, especially, let's just be real, living alone in the panini, working from home alone, there's a lot of time to think. It was a lot of time alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And I will say, I had never had to be alone with my thoughts for that long. No one ever had. No. So I was definitely very aware of the fact that all of a sudden, if you don't put sounds on in the background, you are sitting in silence. Why do you think I sleep with a fan app every night? You sleep you know? with a fan app. I, at all times, had either music going, a podcast going, or had the TV on. And that, you know how when you talked about if you had seen, like when you were really deep in your Kim Kardashian game days, if you had seen her on the street, you would have been like, you have to know me. I'm like one of the number one players of your Definitely game. Definitely in the top 500. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like if I were to see the people of Vanderpump Rules, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, how are, how are you doing? And they're I know like, everything about you. I literally have watched your life on repeat unfold yeah some of the worst moments and some of the best some I've of the been worst there for some it of the all. best yes exactly we've seen it all and you're you were basically my best friends through the pandemic so <laughs> and i don't want you i don't want to put this on you but you're my best friend but <laughs> i will have to trauma dump at some point <laughs> and just be aware that that's coming be aware um, um yeah for sure i also think one of the best things is okay let's be real we've all seen the thing on netflix that says are you still watching yes. and you are you're like how like, freak- stop asking how dare you how dare you call me out like that like somebody's got to increase that limit because it's it's offensive you know it really is um whoever said that this is a call out directly to you and my okay also my biggest pet peeve don't do it in the middle of an episode people do i've never seen that happen in a oh my god well, you're clearly not seeing it frequently enough no but it happens in the middle of an episode so it's like even if you are have fallen asleep or for a little nappy on the couch <laughs> what's a judge why am i feeling judged why are you asking first of all it's my business it's no one else's and second of all at least wait until it's in between episodes yeah it's just not a good like it's fine it is what it is everybody's seen it <laughs> but let's be honest when you're living alone and that comes up there's just it's just like whatever keep going yeah 
Yes, um, I'm still watching. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm obviously still I'm on the always couch. here. <laughs> I never leave you. Um, but when you're living with roommates, you can feel really, really guilty about like sitting in the living room for too long. Yeah. And you're like, you know, do they want to watch this? Mm-hmm. Do they want to sit in the living room? Do they want to come out of their bedroom and sit on the couch? Yeah. You know? And you don't really feel that when you live alone. You're just like, no, I'm just going to watch Netflix until me. that that sign comes up. It's all me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think working from home, living alone is a lot easier. You're mm-hmm. not like, because I know right now, because I'm staying with my with my parents as my apartment is fi- is getting finished, I'll, I feel like I have to be like, okay, guys, like I have a meeting. So just calm it down be aware that i have a client and then it's like immediately someone's pulling out pots and pans yeah (laughs) and so like obviously i've been really lucky i like have my own space now that i've like kind of moved back into my parents house for the next like or the last like month ish but um when i would just like work from my parents house if i was just at home and i was like working at the kitchen table i'd be like okay can you go now (laughs) I am a working professional. I, I am a working professional. And unfortunately, I have to meet with this financial advisor right now. And so. if you've never worked from home, my parents never worked from home. So they don't really fully get it. They're like, okay, you do you. But like, we'll still do we're, us. We're still going to do us because <laughs> this is our house. And it's like, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> True. But it is so much easier when you're just like, okay, this is my space. If I just have to turn off my podcast or like Vanderpump Rules, quiet down for five minutes. I got I to gotta take this call. Yeah. Settle down, Stassi. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I also really feel for people that were like two working professionals. Like, say you were in a couple and you yeah. lived in Toronto, and you only had a one bedroom, and, and you had to like set up your dining room table or something like that. Yeah, and like that's just got to be hard on a relationship. It can't TBH. be good. It can't, it can't, it can't be, be good. good. No. Um, I also love like decorating your own space. Yes, I have absolutely loved decorating my condo here. I think I've really put my own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And you know what's the best about living alone? what is that you don't have to like consult someone be like do you like that paint color if you like that paint color then you should paint it that color yes and you know it might not be like that forever no so take advantage of it there's a little sign it's not tacky it's it's kish um but it says ladies over my bathroom and i absolutely love it yeah it's like the the thing is is you get to just like choose all the things that bring you joy and you get to be like this makes me so happy like i have these like little rocks that i've painted and it's so strange but i just like had them around because i was like i really that makes me feel really happy and like i didn't have to ask anyone hey can i put this rock out (laughs) boulder out (laughs) let me just put this in the middle of my living room um my crystals (laughs) gotta charge them in the moon <laughs> and There's no one's touched i know i've been looking at them but like you didn't have to ask anyone to put them there and no one else touched them no, no one else got their energy all up in no, them i did leave them out for open houses and i wondered if anyone thought you know that's kind of weird you maybe should have cleansed them also in between anyway good point it all we might out. have to do a whole episode about crystals put it in the drive i know nothing we'd have to get spencer pratt on here <laughs> Pratt Daddy. Pratt Daddy Crystals. <laughs> we might slide into your DMs and try and get you on the podcast. Please let us know. Um, I also think establishing your own routine. Let's be real. When you are cooking with a roommate and it's like you're both working nine to five <laughs> and you both have the exact same schedule and you both are making breakfast at, I don't know, 830. You need to be at the office by nine. Yeah. And you're like, man, I got to rush. But maybe they want to have a conversation. You're like, I don't have time. Or for they're this. making eggs. And like, I don't know. It's just it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, and I really struggled to give up control in the kitchen. Mm. So I really like to just be able to be like, I'm doing my own thing. Don't ask me you anything. You do you. Don't talk to me. Like, if you invite me over to cook, 
just know that you'll be you'll be buttering the toast and that's about it yeah i'm always a sous chef yeah and i like it that way <laughs> that's why we work as friendship i know in this friendship um but definitely like i love living alone and i am at the point where i'm like i don't know that i'll ever be able to live with someone again like potentially even if i end up with someone at some point we'll just like, live separately we might have to have separate like a separate Carrie bradshaw homes. moment when you have your own apartment still like that sounds like the best solution for all involved you know what not a bad idea no like i just i love my space i love me space one thing that would be great and is a potential drawback and when i say potential i mean it's a real drawback is like living alone is so damn expensive so expensive everything everything is your responsibility you know the worst part is like okay to be honest guys the worst thing about buying a house is goddamn property tax okay (laughs) you're like this is gonna be cheaper this is gonna be my basically what i pay in rent and then property tax hits you like a ton of bricks yeah and you're like okay that's another like four hundred dollars a month on nothing on air basically (laughs) to have my house on this piece of land (laughs) that i also own (laughs) and especially if you live in a condo like i'm on the ground floor so at least feels a little bit like ground but like people on the 17th floor like what are you paying property taxes on you know shouldn't it be kind of like even though yeah let's talk about that later yeah let's table that for now because i'm gonna get heated but the other thing is utility bills yes i love to bath (laughs) and to be honest my utility bill is very high okay but your baths are also like four minutes it doesn't really matter in terms of like the the water. I guess yeah. You can't you can't write back to the water company. Hey, I only <laughs> sat there for three minutes. Can you actually knock that I down? I only sat a peg? there for three minutes eight times a day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I also think like groceries. Like, oh it sounds so stupid, but like the the like you have to buy every single bottle of like condiment of some sort. Like, <laughs> like no one. You need it no for one sh- niche recipe. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, it's gonna sit in my fridge until I move. Because I needed like one thing of like Thai, like I think paste, sesame red oil chili from, like, paste. June twenty twenty. Oh, I might take that if you're not going to use it. <laughs> I use that all the time. <laughs> I love a good sesame oil. Um, but yeah, it is very expensive. So like splitting bills with someone would be great. Um, it sometimes has me considering the offers of like sugar daddies and my like DM requests. But like, unfortunately, they're not. They're all scams. Have you have you tried? Do you know that for a fact? Okay, but if, if I came to you and I was like, hey, I answered the men in my DMs, like you would be like, Lauren, you're about to die. Like someone's going to kidnap you. Please share your location with Please me. Please make sure that your location is shared. Um, yeah, yeah, it's tough. We'll, we'll table that one for another day as well. Um, the other thing that I hate is cooking for one. Cooking for one is so hard. It's so hard and it's so sad. Like I don't want to spend an hour on a meal where I'm just going to watch Vanderpump Rules and eat it on my couch. You know, a beautiful meal to be ate by myself. A gourmet steak. (laughs) Like like, actually, it's so sad. So you know what I do? I put in goddamn chicken fingers, okay? (laughs) And I put some chicken fingers in there and get some gourmet sauces. Well, and even portioning for one is so hard. You're like, how much pasta is one person going to eat? And then you're like, well, well, I could eat a lot. I'm either going to eat a whole heap serving right I'm now. I'm either going to eat an entire pot or I'm going to make like four noodles in the pot and like call it enough. Or you're going to be eating pasta. Pasta. It's not about the <laughs> pasta. For the next nine days. Yeah. You know? That's the thing. Like you're either going to m- make an entire crock pot full of soup, which hot girls eat soup. Maybe but- we need to think about like appliances for single people. Yeah, and like making the Nespresso, love the Nespresso because it feels like it's made for a single it's person. It's made for one person. It's my little my crock pot for a single person. 
that that probably exists it probably does like a little like one quart thing but i don't have one of those mine <laughs> like is a still- fondue one <laughs> should have just got a fondue pot instead of a crock pot um but i just love making soup i love it i do love cooking that's the thing but i i love my love language is cooking for people i feel like mm. i feel like i enjoy it mm. i like cooking with someone i don't really love cooking for someone i love cooking for someone yeah it's tough <laughs> Cooking for one is hard. Cooking for one is depressing. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it is. Um, I think the other thing that's really tough, we kind of talked about it, but like actually being lonely. Yes. I think you are, you have to just accept that that, unless you're like a social butterfly that never spends any time by themselves and Lord knows that's not me. <laughs> it's not me. Um, you're going to be lonely. If Adele is lonely, then we're all lonely. Adele wrote an entire album about being lonely. Like it's real. And we like, you don't have to feel shame about it, but I also think like, talk about it. Talk about the fact that you're lonely with people. And yes, living alone has its moments where you're like, I would love for someone to just sit on the couch with me. Yeah. Not, not talk to me, not even look at me. You know, I don't want to put makeup on. I don't want to entertain you with the cheese board. I want you to come over and just sit on the couch with me. Yeah. Like, I just want to feel your presence. I don't yeah. even need you to touch me. Maybe ask me how my day was. Like, sometimes I don't even want to talk about that, though. Sometimes I'm like, just come and sit. Come on, come on over and sit with me, <laughs> would you? <laughs> oh, this is probably how old people feel. Everyone visit your elderly relatives. <laughs> let's take that. Let's take that this in that direction. Go visit your grandparents if you can and are fortunate enough Think, to still have them. Yeah, that's a good point. I will. Um, and then... <laughs> Yeah, but I think yeah, I think I've been having a lot of conversations with friends recently, and them they and them them they've been <laughs> them been sharing, they have been sharing that they are feeling a little bit lonely, and I think realistically the pandemic definitely heightened that. I think living alone, working from home alone, not being able to do the social activities that you feel like you were, and yeah. even even now that the world's opening up, there's still that anxiety. Oh yeah. It's like, Nothing is that the right decision? The same. Yeah. Is that, is that the right, is this the right timing? Should I be considering doing this later? Does mm-hmm. this make sense? Am I putting myself at risk? Am I putting my family at risk? Yeah. God, that's a whole can of worms. Can of worms. But um, I think, yeah, I think we haven't necessarily felt lonely because we live in this huge globalized world where if you feel lonely, you just go to Antigua, you know? <laughs> yeah. You book a trip or you go and do things with your friends and you go and visit someone and you're like, Hey, let's do a games night. Let's do a wine night. Let's do like, let's do a cooking class or something like that. And all of a sudden people were forced to be alone. And I think, I don't know if it was really talked about so much. Like people that lived alone during the pandemic were literally alone all the time. No, I think we were seen as like these stars because we weren't going to impact anyone. Yeah. You know, like if we got sick, we could just be by ourselves. And to be honest with you, that was a huge fear for me mm-hmm. going into the pandemic and feeling like if I got COVID and I had to be by myself for 14 days. Yeah. That really stressed me out because yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'd come out the same person. At, no, I think we had pretty much days. agreed like, OK, if, if we have COVID, probably both of us have it and we'll just quarantine together because. Yeah. And you just kind of accepted that with friends. Yeah. There's also like if you were living with a random person and they got COVID, then you're you like, oh, no, that's a whole thing. But basically, I think the thought of living alone and being quarantined by myself terrified yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really want to go home to your family. No, you don't because you are like, okay, well, I need to, I need to be like conscious of this. And my dad has asthma and all. And like, if he gets sick, it's probably going to be worse and things like that. Like it just, there were so many considerations where it is very tough. And I think also just being sick, living alone sucks. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was sick, sick the other month, maybe two months ago. And obviously I have Sunny and I have to walk Sunny and I live in a condo. So like I have to take Sunny out for peas all the time too. And I could not get out of bed. No. So I had to call my friend who lives like down the street and be like, do you mind walking Sunny? Cause like I cannot get out of bed. Yeah. And obviously she said yes, but it was very hard for me to ask for yes. that type of help. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's very tough. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I think there's definitely this idea of like living alone is amazing and like 1 million percent it is, but there are also some things that are like, it's kind of tough and there's things that like, yeah, sometimes maybe it's a Tuesday night and you want to have someone over, but like not to like entertain them, but just to have that socialization and, and like sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't, but it does kind of force you to develop your own identity completely. And especially if you do it in a city that isn't your home your hometown and like you can just go to your families and yeah i think if you're you know pondering if you should move to that new city and you're young or even if you're like 35 and you're like i think i'm gonna move to that new city or 45 or 55 whatever age Mm -hmm. just do it like i feel like living alone was the best thing that ever happened to me i think i got to establish who i was and especially now that i'm in a relationship or partnership as we like to say I feel as though like I know what I'm bringing to the table more yes. than anything, more than I ever have before. Oh yeah. Because you completely know who you are. You know that you're totally fine by yourself. That's the, I think that that's the thing that I really do value the most is I value my independence so much. And I think because I've lived a very independent life the last two years, like I would be, I'm so scared to like lose that. Um, but it is very important to know exactly who you are and, and what you need. And like, you know that you can, you can make your own dreams come true and you know that you don't need anyone else to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that does come from living alone and, and having to support yourself. You know, it's badass. What? When you know that you are enough for you. Yes. And you don't need someone else to be like filling in these gaps. No. And you know what? When you know that and you're going to enter a relationship, you feel like a million freaking bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because you you know that it's something that you're doing because you want to. Yeah. And it's the right decision for you and them. And together it's going to work. It's not this person chose me. So I need to choose them. It's yeah. yeah, I'm so I'm actively choosing this because it's going to be a good decision in my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the best. Wow. That was big. Mm hmm. That was big. Is that a good place to leave it? I feel like that's a good place to leave it in the second iteration of this recording. Cut to. <laughs> Cut yeah. to. We checked the laptop yeah. and none of this recorded as well. Yeah. I think ultimately, you know, I think one, if you're pondering living alone and you have the privilege to do it, yes. definitely we recommend it. I think there's a lot of growth opportunities. But I also think another message is just if you are feeling lonely or sad or living alone and feeling lonely, I think it would be kind of weird if you weren't. Yes. It's very normal. You can love living alone and still be like, I'm kind of lonely right now. Yeah. And, you know, you can say, I love living alone and I love my life, but I am feeling kind of shitty right now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you need to change everything. No, it means that maybe you're going through a period where you just need to call more friends or like yes. spend more time with family. And like, that's okay. Yeah. And like, yeah. check in on your friends that live by themselves. Because like, maybe they don't want to be, be like, maybe they're, they're scared to sk- say I'm lonely because I think there is this thing of like living alone is amazing. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, living alone and you know, there doesn't seem like there's an alternative. So say, saying, oh, I don't really love living alone. Like, what are you going to get a roommate? Yeah. No, that's yeah. not really the solution. It's okay to be lonely. And I'm not looking for you to like, tell me what the next steps are. No, I just am like looking to talk to someone. Yeah. 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 So on that note, 
Go order some takeout. We're going to order our last takeout here in KW. Yeah. And then we're going to be on to the next adventure. We're going to have to, if anyone in the London or Sarnia area has some recommendations for some great takeout places, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, we would. Send them our way. Send DM them our us. Way. And sugar daddies unite. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Give me some nuts, right. Lore. Give me Goodbye. some nuts. All right. Okay, bye. Goodbye. <laughs> hope that recorded. I hope it recorded. Mm, I'm hopeful. She's going.